When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Joe Beningo with the Oda Payne Podcast, Friday, December 17th. We're just eight days away from the uh, Christmas holiday. And, of course, the Joe Beningo Oda Payne Podcast brought to you by Natural Body, by the Hackensack Brewing Company, by Beach Camera, and by Anita Tires. We'll do our NFL picks for Week 15 uh, uh, later on in the show. Of course, I'm red hot. Nine and one over the last two weeks. So you want to stay with me? Although this is a uh, not at the easiest week with all the COVID insanity going on, but we'll get to that <clears throat> when we get to the picks. I want to start with the Mets. Can they hire? I, I, you know, I say this seemingly every time on the show. Can they freaking hire Buck Showalter already? You know, the longer this goes on, that they don't hire him the more it's going to be that they're not going to hire him. It's making me crazy. They interviewed, what's his name, Matt Quatero yesterday, the third base coach of the Tampa Bay Rays. I guess they're going to inter- interview Joe Espada. I think they're interviewing Showalter today. He's going to be there with Cohen and Sandy Alderson. Can they please get rid of Sandy Alderson? I've had, oh, my God, get Sandy Alderson out of there. But enough already. I mean, haven't we had enough of these failed first-time managers? Really? This is a team that's a win-now team. You, you you brought in Max Scherzer. You brought in Starling Marte. You know, you got a great one-two combination, probably the best one-two pitching combination in baseball with Scherzer and DeGrom. Uh, don't you want a, a, a proven manager and a guy like Buck who, in my mind, has something to prove because he's never won a World Series. That's the one thing that's eluded him, winning a World Championship can they just give Buck the job already? Enough. Enough. How many more of these guys do we got to deal with? Mickey Cal- Another Mickey Calloway disaster. He was a disaster on and off the field. Another Luis Rojas, who was clearly over his head as a major league manager. Haven't we had enough of that with the Mets already? Really? Can Steve Cohen just hire Showalter? You know Max Scherzer wants him. He's already on board saying that. What's the holdup? What's the holdup? And like I said, the more it goes on, the more that they don't, you know, that, that, that it's not announced that he's not the Mets manager, the more in my mind he's not going to be. And I just think Sandy Alderson has too much say in this. I really do. I understand Billy Epler is the GM now, and Billy Epler, you know, I guess is a show Walter guy. I, I guess he is. But how much say does Alderson have yet in this organization? Get him out. I, I've had enough of this guy. Alderson was brought in, you know, by uh, by um, by Major League Baseball, uh, you know, he brought in for one reason and one reason only, because he was a small market GM that was going to help the Mets be like a small market team in New York after the Bernie Madoff disaster. And that's the bottom line. Now it's time to go. The Wilpons are gone. All right. Wilpons are out. Now you got a guy with all this money, probably the richest owner, the richest owner in Major League Baseball, and Steve Cohen. Can you please 
please get all. What is Alderson still there for? Can you tell me that? I wonder how much say he has in this because you know Alderson is not a Buck Showalter guy. I mean, let's be honest about it. I'm very concerned. The longer this goes on, the more that they're not going to gonna do something stupid. They're going to try to get cute with another one of these first-time managers, bring in a guy that's had success in New York, that knows what it is to manage in the New York market with a win-now team, with the pressure that's going to be on the Mets in the, in the 2022 season. You know, don't give me another first-time guy that's going to try to cut his teeth in the New York market. Haven't we had enough of that? I'm begging Steve Cohen, Steve, please, can you hire Showalter already? Enough is enough. It makes me, oh, my God. It, it just, uh, I, you want to pull your hair out. You you really do. But please, I, I guess they're all, like I said, I guess they're interviewing Showalter today. Can they please finally freaking hire this guy? Okay, that's number one. Number two, I haven't talked about the Knicks yet so far this year. I want to talk about them. Now, they won last night in Houston. Uh, they ended, they had a four-game losing streak. You know, they beat the Rockets. Uh, they're now 13-16 and 16 on the year. You know, uh, let's be honest about a couple things here with the Knicks, all right? We know the kind of year they had last year, 41-31 and 31 in the shortened season. You know, they finished with the fourth seed, all of that. They get the home court advantage in the playoffs against Atlanta. And then they got exposed by the Atlanta Hawks. And specifically, Julius Randle got exposed by the Atlanta Hawks. Julius Randle is not a lead player on a championship team. I'm sorry. That's the bottom line. He is not. And I don't care what. And, and look, I like a lot of these young guys the Knicks have. I like, I love Obi Toppin. I love Emmanuel quickly. A couple of these rookies, Grimes, this kid Deuce McBride had a big game last night. 15 points, nine assists, you know, with Derrick Rose, you know, out in the second half. But, you know, I do like a lot. R.J. Barrett, I still think that there's potential for him to really be a real solid player in this league. All of that, I really, really do. I love what Derrick Rose has brought to this team. The whole nine yards. I love Thibodeau. But right now, this team is just not any good. And I, in my mind, until they find that guy that's going to be the lead guy a really a legitimate, you know, that, and again, I'm look, there wasn't a lot of Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant's playing out of his mind right now for Brooklyn. How good is he playing right now? But you know, you need that kind of guy, that Durant type guy, that James Harden type guy, obviously the LeBron type guy, the Steph Curry, you need that kind of lead player. If you're going to win a title in the NBA and Julius Randle is not that guy. He's a nice player. He's really improved his game. He's got a lot better, no doubt about it. But to me, he's not that guy. So the Knicks are sitting there at 13 and 16. They can't win at home. They're 5-10 and 10 at home. They actually got a winning record on the road. They're 5-10 and 10 at home. They can't win at the Garden. They can't. That's because everybody that comes in the Garden is all pumped up to play in front of all the celebrities that are there, because that's what it's all about at the Garden anyway. All the celebrities that are there, you know, they're all excited. Let's come to New York, and, and everybody sticks it to the Knicks. This love fest they had the other night with Steph Curry. I get it. Curry, the all-time leader in three-point shots, uh, all you know, in, in uh, three-point baskets, the whole thing. It was wonderful. But uh, come on. Come on. Really? I mean, well, yeah, it's supposed to be Nick fans. You got to sit there. And, I, and I, I, I understand the greatness of Steph Curry, but that's what the Gardens become now. 
It's become watching the other team. It's been like that for a long time. Let's be real. You know, the garden is all about being seen, celebrities being seen, the place to be, the trendy place to go. And, you know, the Knicks continue to not be a very good team. You know, what they make the playoffs three times in the last 20 years? Is that what it is? Three times in the last 20 years? And the way things are right now, they're eight games out of the lead in their division behind the Nets right now in that uh, Atlantic division. You know, right now, do you think the Knicks are making the playoffs? I don't. I don't see it. And like I said, I like a lot of these young guys. I do. I absolutely do. But they obviously made a big mistake signing Kemble Walker. What a disaster that's turned out to be. He's not even playing. Thibodeau doesn't even have him in the rotation. You know, maybe the Knicks can get rid, can trade him. I don't know. But what a waste that's been. You know, they signed Evan Fournier. Really, Evan Fournier? Are you, is anybody getting excited? I know he made a couple big shots for them last night against the Rockets. I mean, seriously? So uh, you say whatever you want. The Knicks are not playing defense like they were. You know, they miss a couple of their defensive stoppers, guys like Reggie Bullock, uh, guys like Eldred Payton. You know, they're missing these kind of guys that played defense last year. They really are. They're just not playing uh, the, the kind of in-your-face defense that they were playing last year for Thibodeau. And right now, they do not look like a playoff team. Uh, big disappointment so far. And like I said, this team's got to start finding out how to figuring out how to win games at Madison Square Garden. Just think about this. They've lost two games at home at the Garden this year to the crummy Orlando Magic. You know, it's one thing at home. It's one thing, you know, to lose at home to the Warriors, okay? It's one thing to lose at home to the to the Golden State Warriors. It's another thing to lose at home to the Orlando Magic and to lose at home to the Orlando Magic twice. I mean, you got you, you know you really got to be kidding me. I mean, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. It, it really is. So, uh, just you know, what can you say? Uh, you got to be very disappointed right now if you're a fan of the Knickerbockers that uh, you know they they are not playing up to what you thought they were going to be. And like I said. Go back to that playoff series against the Hawks last year. Julius Randle was completely exposed. He's a nice player. He's an improved player. He's not. A, if he is your lead player, you're never going to be a championship team. So, you know, that's that's my feeling right now on the state of the New York Knicks. And they'll play the Celtics uh, tomorrow in Boston. All right. The Joe Beningo, oh, the pain podcast let's get a couple of our sponsors in here before we get to uh, our nfl picks for week 15 uh we'll start with the hackensack brewing company you know about the hackensack brewing company remember we did that po live podcast there a couple weeks ago we're going to do another one coming up in january uh probably during the play the nfl playoffs and you know the deal uh located 10 minutes off the gw bridge less than 30 seconds off route four hackensack's fairmont neighborhood Come in, see my buddy Mike Jones. There's always 12 beers on tap. Uh, you can enjoy them in the outdoor beer garden. Maybe not so much, although the weather the weather's been pretty damn good here, uh, you know, for December. There's no doubt about it. They also have their spacious tap room. They got packaged goods that you can uh, buy as well. Uh, check them out. You can uh, place an order for pickup or home delivery. The tap room is open from 4.30 to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 on Saturday, 12 to 8 on Sundays. 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack. Come in, check out the Hackensack Brewing Company. Again, we'll be doing another live podcast there uh, sometime in January. Uh, also, my buddy uh, Isaac at Beach Camera, you know the deal there. You can find incredible prices on, on everything. Stunning TVs this holiday season, just eight days till Christmas, So, but you still got time. They've been in business for over 30 years. 
Beach Camera offers all the top brands, LG, Samsung, Sony. Give my buddy Isaac a call at Beach Camera, 732-993-6385. Stop in an 80 car to drive Edison. Let him save you money this holiday season. Again, 732-993-6385 or stop in at 80 car to drive in Edison. If you use code Joe B, you get 15 bucks off your order of $100 or more at beachcamera.com. Go check out Isaac and tell him uh, Beningo sent you. Okay, the Joe Beningo Oda Pain podcast, week 15 coming up in the NFL. And I have been red freaking hot. I went 4-1 and one last week, 5-0 and oh the week before. I'm 9-1 and one over the last two weeks in my last 10 picks here. Now, this week has been difficult. I mean, it's been a little difficult to pick these games. You got all this COVID insanity going on. And just a thought with the COVID stuff, has, has any NFL player passed away from COVID-19 yet? And, and how many of these guys, can I ask this question, how many of these guys are really sick that are uh, testing positive for COVID or whatever? Just me uh, thinking out loud. Anyway, uh, this has not been an easy week to make these picks, but we're going to go for it. I've even, and something I never do. Let me tell you something. This is something I really ever do, including in my five picks this week. Um, I am picking both the New York teams, or both of the games that are New York teams. One pick, one of them I'm taking, the other one I'm going against. We'll get to all that, but let's start with this. And I really have gone against my grain with some of the picks this week. You know, I've been trending with certain teams that I've been on. I'm going against a couple of them this week. I'm going to start with the game tomorrow night, huge game in the AFC, the Patriots in Indianapolis to play the Colts. The Patriots are a two-and-a-half-point favorite in Indy. Now, I have been all over New England. I think there's a great chance they can get to the Super Bowl. They've been red hot. They've won seven straight games. You know, they're coming off the bye, as is the Colts, and they're also coming off that big Monday night win in Buffalo, which gave them control in the AFC East. The game, of course, where everybody knows now, Mac Jones threw just three passes in that game. I've been all over New England, but I'm not going with him here. I'm actually going to take the Colts and give the two-and-a-half in Indianapolis. The Colts is seven and six, sitting right now, two games behind the Tennessee Titans in the AFC South. This is a huge game for uh, for the Colts. There's a million teams. you got all these teams in the AFC that are sitting there at seven and six. The Chargers got beat last night in a tremendous game by the Chiefs, and all the time the Chiefs are just on a major roll. Um, you know, So they dropped down to eight and six. You got all these other teams that are seven and six. Cincinnati is seven and six. Cleveland is seven and six. Uh, Denver is seven and six. You got the Colts sitting there at seven and six. You got all these teams that are bunched in right now with four weeks to go trying to get into the playoffs. I like the Colts here. I'm going against myself. I'm going against the Pats. The Colts can run the football. They have Jonathan Taylor's had a big year. They certainly can play defense. The one thing that concerns me in this game is Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz scares me. You know, I could see him going out there and throwing, you know, two, three picks in this game to that great secondary that New England has. So I'm a little worried about Wentz, but I'm, I'm taking a shot here. Indy's a tough team. This might be the last game that the Pats lose this year in the regular season. And remember, this game... And yes, they're coming off their by both teams, but this game is also sandwiched by the two Buffalo games. The Pats play Buffalo next week 
in New England, in Foxborough, in another huge game, which, you know, sets up again for, you know, possibly for the division lead. Now, New England has a two-game lead right now over the Bills who have lost two in a row. But I, I think the Colts are going to get him here. I really do. Like I said, I'm a little worried about Wentz against that uh, New England defense. But give me the uh, give me the Colts laying the two and a half at home against New England. So that's pick number one. Pick number two, I'm going with a team that I have been totally against all year. And that's the Buffalo Bills. Now, you've heard me say that the, I think Buffalo is the most overrated team in football. They're sitting there at 7-6. and six. I forgot to mention them with all the 7-6 and six teams. They've come off two very difficult losses. They lost that game we mentioned to New England Monday night when uh, that 14-10 loss when Mac Jones completed three passes and the crazy wind weather that they had in Buffalo. And then last week, just a brutal overtime loss to the Bucs in Tampa Bay. They lost 33-27, a game where they were down 24-3, came all the way back to tie the game, and then wound up losing the game in overtime. The, the uh, Bills actually showed you something by coming back the way they did in that game. Uh, Josh Allen's banged up. He rushed for over 100 yards in that game last week. He got hit a lot by the Tampa Bay defense. The Bills are a 10.5-point favorite over the crummy Carolina Panthers at home in Buffalo. I love the Bills. This sets up for one of those big routes by Buffalo. I can see them beating the Panthers. This has got 35-10 written all over it. It's a game Buffalo absolutely has to have. Like I said, they're bunched in there with all the crazy wild card scene in the AFC. You know, and they got this big game again with New England next week. This is a game Buffalo must win. If they're going to make the playoffs, if they still have designs on, on winning the division, this is a game they have to have. They're laying 10 and a half. It's kind of a big number. I don't think it's going to matter. Carolina's not any good. I don't care who plays quarterback for him. If it's Cam Newton, he can't throw the football anymore. If it's Walker, eh, is he getting you excited? McCaffrey's done for the year there. I, I love the Bills. I think the Bills will absolutely stop, stop the Carolina Panthers this week. As a matter of fact, this is my best bet of the week. Give me Buffalo laying 10 and a half at home uh, against Carolina. That's game number two. Game three, before I get to the two local teams, I like the Ravens getting five and a half uh, in Green Bay, uh, uh, excuse me, in, at home against the Packers. Now, some places have this four and a half. Some places have it five and a half, whatever the number is. I like the Ravens a lot. I know the Ravens are banged up. I know it's still up in the air whether Lamar Jackson's going to play or not. I think he will. But even this kid Hunley is actually not too bad if he winds up starting. I know they're banged up in the secondary. Marlon Humphrey's out for the year. Calais Campbell's had some injury problems. I understand all of that. And the Packers are the Packers. I mean, the Packers are sitting there 10-3, and three, uh, you know, one of the best records in the NFL, certainly fighting for the uh, home, home field advantage, the number one overall seed in the NFC, uh, the whole nine yards. But the Ravens have won – consider this. John Harbaugh and the Ravens have won 13 consecutive games against NFC competition – and you're getting, like I said, anywhere from four and a half. I have it at five and a half. I love the Ravens at home. How often are you getting points with Baltimore at home? And again, I know how good Green Bay is. I get it. I get the injuries in Baltimore. But even if Jackson doesn't play, John Harbaugh is going to find a way, if not to win this game, to at least keep it close. And let's be honest, this is a game the Ravens have to have. They're sitting there at eight and five. They got a one-game lead over the Bengals and the um, – 
Browns in their division. They come off that very difficult, actually two very difficult division losses the last two weeks. They lost that game two weeks ago to Pittsburgh 20-19 when Harbaugh went for two at the end of the game to win it, and they didn't get it. And then last week, they were way behind uh, Cleveland. They were down 24-3, whatever it was in that game, came all the way back. Uh, that game was 24-22. They had a chance. They recovered the onside kick, and then Hundley had a big fumble late in the game to seal it for Cleveland. So this is a game that the the Ravens have to win. I mean, I, I, I it, it's a game they have to have. I can't see them losing three games in a row. I realize how good Green Bay is. I get the whole deal. Give me the Ravens getting five and a half at home against the Green Bay Packers. So that's game three. Now, as far as the, the other two games this week, I'm going with the local teams. I'm taking the Cowboys laying the ten and a half against the Giants. The Giants think. I mean, I, I you know, what else can you say? I'm sorry. The Giants are terrible. They're sitting there right now. They lost again last week. They're sitting there at four and nine. It's going to be another losing season. Daniel Jones is not playing. Mike Lennon's going to be the quarterback again this week. Leonard Williams is banged up. I don't think we, we may not see him the rest of the year. I, I just don't see it. The, the, uh, the MetLife is going to be loaded with Cowboy fans. You know, they're going to be all It's going to be like the game is in Dallas. There's going to be so many Cowboy fans in the building. And look, the Cowboys do scare me. I mean, we know the Cowboys can throw some stinkers up there. They had a big lead last week over the WFT and wound up, you know, hanging on for dear life at the end. They wound up winning that game 27-20. And like I said, almost blew it. Almost let Washington come all the way back to pull that game out. So, you know, the Cowboys do scare me, you know, and they really pretty much have the division wrapped up. They got a three-game lead in the division which has four games left to play. So, I mean, they could basically uh, wrap the division up this week with a win. So, I, you know, uh, give me the Cowboys, uh, give me the Cowboys laying the 10 and a half. To me, this is more a pick against the Giants than it is a pick for the Cowboys. The number's big. It's on the road. But like I said, there's going to be a lot of Cowboy fans in the building. So we saw what the Giants get just absolutely whacked last week by, by the Chargers. Give me Dallas. Laying the 10 and a half at MetLife against the Giants. And like I said, this is more a pick of a, an anti-Giant pick than it is a pro-Cowboy pick. But give me the Cowboys laying the 10 and a half on the road against the Giants. That's game four. And then the Jet game, that's going to be my fifth pick this week. I'm taking the Jets. Call me crazy. I'm getting nine and a half. Remember, the game is in Miami, obviously. And it's a big game for the Dolphins who are right on the fringe of, of the wild card right now. They're sitting there at six and seven in their division. They've won five straight games. They're coming off their bye. They're playing very good football. But remember, Jalen Waddell is not playing. He's out in this game. Uh, their running back situation is not good. Their top two or three running backs are all banged up right now in Miami. The Jets are getting people back. Tevin Coleman is back. The two Michael Carters, the running back and the defensive back, are both coming back. Bryce Huff is back. They're getting one of their uh, tight ends back in Tyler Croft. If the Jets would just concentrate on running the freaking football, they would have a real chance they can win this game. Stop having Wilson chuck the ball all over the place. It's a joke. I I'm, I'm tired. Of it. They have a pretty good offensive line, the Jets do, and they can run the football, and they got a couple guys that can really run it with Coleman and Carter, and they're both back this week. So, Mike LaFleur, stop trying to get cute. Stop, you know, uh, acting like you got Aaron Rodgers, 
you know, or Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback and realize you got a rookie quarterback that has not looked very good. Stop having him try to win the game on his own. Your receivers, you know, you're down Corey Davis. You're down Elijah Moore. So you're banged up with your wide receiver situation. We'll see if you get anything from the absolute disaster that's been Denzel Mims. But play the game conservatively. Try to run the football here. There's no reason you can't. You know, maybe the defense plays better. You know, the defense is what they are. We know how bad they've been. It's risky. It's risky. And I don't know if the Jets are winning this game, but I'm getting nine and a half points. So I'm going to take them. There'll be a lot of Jet fans down in Miami, probably more Jet fans in Miami than are on MetLife for these games. So I, you know what? It's going out on a limb, but I'm going to take the Jets here. I got no – you know how I feel about the coach. He's been a disaster. You know how I feel about the quarterback. You know, I still think he has potential, but he's been a disaster too. But I'm going to go out on a limb and take the Jets, getting the nine and a half in Miami. Okay, so the Beningo picks again for week 15 in the NFL. Give me the Colts laying two and a half at home tomorrow night against the Patriots. Give me the Bills at home on Sunday laying ten and a half against the Carolina Panthers. Give me the Ravens getting five and a half at home against the Packers on Sunday. Give me the uh, Cowboys laying the ten and a half at MetLife against the Giants. And give me the Jets, call me nuts, getting nine and a half on the road in Miami against the Dolphins. So those are the bidding all picks for week 15. We'll see how it plays out. Like I said, I've been red hot, 9-1 and one over the last 10, over the last two weeks. So let's hope we can keep that trend going. All right. The Joe Beningo, Oh, the Pain podcast. Let's get a couple more of my sponsors in here uh, before we uh, we sign off. Remember, of course, Natural Body. Speaking of the Dolphins, my good buddy Steve Calabrese, his Dolphins have been rolling. You know, he's, he's already got this game in the win column. They all do. Uh, Calabrese, JJ, all the, all the Dolphin fans, I'm sure got this one already wrapped up. Don't forget natural body and the code Joe B for 10% off your entire order at naturalbodyinc.com. Want to get yourself in shape. You want to get your nutrition uh, up to where it should be. Remember anyone that makes a purchase at any of the natural body stores, Ozone Park, Queens, Belmore, Long Island, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, to get a free natural body t-shirt value of 25 bucks while supplies last, check out Steve Calabrese. You know the deal. You want to email Steve at naturalbodyinc.com. And, of course, I'd be remiss without talking about Anita Tire. You know the deal there. You want to uh, service your car, all your tire needs that you want, uh, check them out. Westwood Avenue, Rivervale, New Jersey. Go see Ari. My son Johnny, he's such a happy. My son Johnny's so happy. He came over last week. You know, he's a Saint fan. Comes over to watch the game with me. He walks in, he's got that look like he's concerned on his face. And I, I, I put my arm around him. I said, bro, let me explain something to you. And, of course, the, the Saints had lost five in a row coming into that game. I said to him, John, John, do you know what a get-right game is? And he looks at me and goes, well, not really. Well, this is a get-right game for your team. You're playing the Jets. I said, I'm guaranteeing you're winning this game. Nah, I mean, he's all nervous. You know, it was only 10-6 at halftime. I said, bro, don't tell me, man. Game is in the freaking bag. And, of course, unfortunately for me, I was right. I was right. As the Saints whacked the Jets, they got right, ended their five-game losing streak, and beat them 30-10. Uh, to 30-10, to 10, right? Wasn't that the final score in this game? Yeah, 30-10. to 10, Whatever it was. 30-9. to nine. That's right. They didn't even get 10. They didn't score a touchdown. 30-9. to nine. The field goal kicker, Pinero, did make three kicks. Did make three field goals. Of course, on Sunday against the Dolphins, he'll be in a spot where maybe he could win a game with a, with a kick and a miss. 
But that being that as be that as it may. But check out Anita Tire. Go see Ari. Go see Johnny. Tell him I sent you. All your car needs, all your car service needs, all your tire needs, whatever you want, go check them out at Anita Tire. Tell them Beningo sent you. All right. We only got a couple minutes here. Uh, we'll see what happens. Big week in the NFL. Like I said, so many places. So many, uh, The wild card race, we still got four games to go, which is crazy in this extended 17-game season. And the wild card race, it's all wide open right now in the NFL. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. I still think this. We saw the Chiefs last night in a terrific game, knock off the Chargers in overtime, a walk-off touchdown pass from Mahomes to Travis Kelsey. They win it 34-28 in OT. I still think right now the AFC Championship game, Chiefs-Patriots. It's just a matter of where the game's going to be. And as far as the NFC right now, I think it'll be a rematch of what we saw last year, Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Again, we'll see where the game is. I still don't buy the Cardinals. I really don't buy Dallas. Uh, watch out for the Rams. Interesting game this week. I know the Rams have been hit by the, by the COVID insanity. But interesting game for the Rams at home this week against the Seahawks. I think they're off the snide after that big win last week in Arizona. All right. The Joe Beningo Ode of Pain podcast for Friday, December 17th. Again, want to thank everybody that's been listening. We appreciate it from uh, everybody. Again, want to thank all my sponsors for uh, sticking with me and, and doing the job they've done. Again, let me, I'll wrap them up for you before I go. Again, I want to thank Natural Body, Hackensack Brewing Company, Beach Camera, and Anita Tires. Everybody have a tremendous weekend. Eight days to go to Christmas. Enjoy all the football. Don't forget, we will talk to you Monday after the Jet-Dolphin game. We'll break down the weekend in the NFL. Everybody have a stellar, stellar weekend. God bless all the love. We'll talk to you Monday.